This is Kevin Campbell and you're listening to Chewing the Cud with the Irish Toffees. Come on, you blues. Hello, folks, and welcome back to Chewing the Cud. Uh, we didn't get cancelled or thrown off the air. We just had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, work, Christmas, uh, illness, this and that. Um, so, so, apologies, we haven't been on for a while, but like I said, just, just things getting in the way and it's kind of hard to get us all together. Um, over the Christmas period as well, and thing, other things going on in private life. So, um, anyway, we get back in today. It's just myself and Rich. Afternoon, Rich. Hey, Joe, how are we doing? All good, all good. Happy New Year and all that crap, all the bullshit. Yes. Yeah, happy Hanukkah, whatever. Um, it's kind of good to get back into this thing. <laughs> I think we said before, it's like a therapy session. When we sit down, and geez, we need it after the kind of run we've been on lately. But um, it's mad. Uh, like we we spoke before we come on, the, <laughs> the last podcast we did, uh, we just beaten Burnley and then gone out to our panels. Uh, but we said, I think now you, like you fessed up, you said, I can't see where the next defeat is coming from. <laughs> and then we go into one win and six. Yeah, uh, I mean, where did it go wrong? It never Simple. rains when it pours, does it? It's just, you know, just when you think oh, you've a crack, just... we go. Yeah. But uh, look, I suppose as a whole, you know, looking at kind of the, the games as a group and the games that we lost, especially those initial games, you know, it, you know, the, the, on on paper as well. I suppose first of all, they're they're all tough fixtures. You know, away to Spurs, home to home to City away to Wolves, you know, tough, tough mm-hmm. games, you know, and to be fair, definitely the Spurs game deserves at least a point out of it. City, you know, decent yeah, first yeah. half, and if that, if we'd have got a second goal, who knows what, what might have happened, but ultimately, you know, there's an onslaught coming from City, a couple of errors, and, you know, um, it's going to cost you, you know, and it's, don't ever like saying it, and it's not something that we've kind of, that we say under Dyche is that you you know that you've no chance because I think you do the way he plays. But you know Wolves, yeah, was was really poor. To be honest, I didn't see it, so I was only looking at highlights on it. But way off, and I think it was just an accumulation of mm-hmm. everything, tired, tiredness, everything kind of catching up on a massive December, you know, and then disappointment, you know, just did just one of those games where stuff doesn't go right. But to be fair, you know, at the back of that, you're starting to fret. But you know, got back kind of on track a little bit, at least by kind of stopping the rot. And I think it was uh, Palace after that, wasn't it? Clean sheet again and just kind of steadied the ship, mm. you know, and then had the game against Villa, which was a decent result, and then turned around to beat Palace. So I think we've kind of got things back on track. We seem to have lost our way a little bit, but I think the core is a massive, massive loss in that. So um, all in all, look, it's disappointing to be not winning games, but I think we've kind of steadied it a little bit and you just want to kick on and see a little bit more in front of goal and stuff as well from because obviously look there's yeah. so much going on off the pitch it drains you you know and I think that's the you, you nearly forget about the on-field stuff yeah. because this shit comes in and it takes over and the devices in social media and this that and the other and it's just so demoralizing and depressing you forget you know 27 points earned this season. You know, I don't have them on the board, but we've earned, and that's a pretty decent return considering, you know, what we've invested and stuff. So, you know, you're still halfway to go in the season. You just want things to kick on and get back on track kind of with, with, with a couple of wins as soon as possible. Yeah, I think that the key, like you mentioned, the sports game, like, I don't, I just don't know how we 
didn't win the game. They might got a draw because because the display is one of the best displays in the in a long long time. Uh, City again, we said before, and I don't like to say, but it was kind of a free hit because like you can get lucky against City. We we doing okay, like you said, first half we doing okay, but City just had another couple of gears. They really did, and but the. The golf and quality and class, it just showed, really. Um, Wolves, I watched the game in the World Set, and it, it was possibly the worst display on the Deutsch, really, since it came in. It was just uh, horrific. It was just, I don't know whether it was tiredness or... Um, look, we're not the kind of team who can carry four or five players having a poor game, but genuinely in that game... Six, seven, eight players were just so off and just, just, just not at it. And I don't know what to put the finger on to, to what the, where it was tiredness, where it was just. I, I, I don't think it was a lack of effort. I just think it was like literally everyone had an off day. Literally everyone had an off day. And what was very special either. You didn't have to do much to beat us, but um, uh, it, it's just. That that block, if we speak of that block as as a whole, it's kind of a dip after the kind of like literally roller coaster after four four wins in a row. We thought this is it, no lads. We're we're looking at Europe. <laughs> Everton just Everton, yeah. It it just it just, and it's a combination. You're spot on. It's a combination of everything going on off the field. It's just like it's draining for us as fans. But can just only imagine what it's like for for the uh, players and, and more so uh, management staff and coaching staff because like you literally have to have one eye and everything off the pitch while while trying to concentrate on, on the hard work that needs to be done. Not saying they're not working hard but it must be just so mentally draining but it's, like I said a couple of weeks ago it's like the fucking episode of EastEnders every single week there's something around the corner and, and I think half it is conjecture or rumours because it's silly season now and the press have like literally fuck all to write about so this is this is an easy story to pick at you know and just say oh this is coming up and this is happening where no one actually knows it, I, listen even the Premier League I don't know why they watched the uh, commission interview yeah, with Richard Masters and Rick Perry but the, the chap came across as an absolute imbecile I mean, he just, and this is the chap who's in charge of this show. He just came across as not having a fucking clue what he's doing, uh, a plan of action, uh, a structure. He just seems to have this thing to, let, let's do everything and see what happens after and I see how the other teams react. Uh, and, and it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's mind boggling how wrong he comes across. And uh, like if, if he, like I said, if he's in charge, the whole league's in trouble. Not just us. I mean, he's just, a, just, a, I don't know, calamity. Waiting, like he's an accident waiting to happen. And and if he, if he, if the commission now come across and say, okay, you got it wrong, uh, we're giving Everton back their ten points. He's going to say, OK, we have to do something else now. It's going to be a knee-jerk reaction. Who knows? So you know, you wonder, is it then? a try to drive fear? But clearly, if it's a fear factor thing, it's worked. When you see the business that's been done in January, that no one ever is afraid to spend money. You know, so there's other... 
I think there's people looking over their back. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's how did, how did they come to us? And as a, as I think we put our hands up and we said, look, we're towing towards the line. Can you help us? So we probably walked ourselves into a bit and we and they, oh, no, and they had something exactly, there. Yeah. But, you know, if they're looking for, for to instill fear when you see the business that's been done this month compared to normal January, I think I think it's worked in, in that aspect. But it, the fact that they're looking to change in rules and everything around the whole thing, mm-hmm. we all know how... how scattergun of a of an approach and trying to rush through the second one and everything it's 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 ridiculous you know i mean we've kind of covered this kind of so many times already and i'm just sick of it you know the whole thing and it's going to drag on beyond the end of the season now because of the second breach unless that's thrown out and counted the first one and mm. I, it's not why i got into football it's not why i like football and you're you're spending nights reading reports and stuff and you say you know what i used to have favorite yeah. players and I used to enjoy watching kind of how teams had set up and now you're spending hours kind of reading about stuff that's going on and it's it's taken the love of the game away and I think it's just going to change it dramatically and or it has done already you know and it's they need to I don't know can they do it you know I don't yeah. know that do they, do they know what they're doing in order to be able to make the changes to to give the game back but look I understand that it's a massive just business it's not just a game you know and there's a whole lot of regulations needed around it but at the same time you know there's people that are invested Correct. in it and not just talking about you or me or our fans in general but it's it works all the way down there not just punishing everything they're punishing general joe soaps on the street like you know and taking away their their life and, and everything around it and it will you know if, if ever get relegated there'll mm. be knock-on effects to the jobs to everything on the back of a decision that they're making just to, to try to prove a point to save their own skin and the whole thing is just disgusting. You know, I'm just done with it. And to be honest, you know, we talk about we haven't been back. Sometimes you're just glad at the break to turn off, try to turn yeah, off. It's, it's very hard, yeah. but it's nice to just fucking put it in the bin for a couple of weeks. Get it out of it. Yeah, I think you're spot on. It's like, yeah, no, you know, you're spot on. And it genuinely has affected my my outlook towards football. It, it just, it's it's sour in the game for me. And uh, I know we go over like every few weeks, but it's it's just that the football aspect of now is is becoming secondary to going over and meeting people, you know, meeting people in the airport. We spoke about this like hundreds of times, meeting people in the airport, the bars, you know, getting into town, bit of breakfast, few points up to the windy or whatever, you know, uh, Chris go to the bar or whatever pub you go to. But the, the actual overall point of going should be football. And it's not anymore because what happens on the pitch is it doesn't matter anymore. It's being dictated by what happens off the pitch. So it's it's just just wrong. It's just yeah, but again it's it's taking the game away from the people who it means most to, fans. Really is. It's been torn into a business. And I've said the cup sorry, Rich, I've just said a few times like we're not uh, fans anymore, we're just customers. And it just feels like that. It, like if if you don't go or I don't go, it doesn't matter. There's always going to be someone sitting in that seat, so they don't really give a shit anymore. To be honest, uh, I'm not talking about whatever. I'm talking about like the league itself. They don't care. It's it's it, you're absolutely nail on the head. It's a business now. It's not a game or or a pastime. If you want, it's just it it just is is a great word. Oh, it is, and but yeah, that's just one example. Really, you take really, VAR as well, yeah. you know, and it's just and it's, it's all so it's, it's all so draining. You look back at it, 
the group of games we're talking about, and you say Andre Gomez against Spurs, the, the so-called <laughs> foul. I mean, Jesus Christ, you're going to analyse every little bit. And you say, right, it can lead to a goal. But it, it's, it's football. It's contact sport. You know, you look at that, the, the, the goal the goal against Aston Villa and it's four minutes to, to, to make a decision on basically just lines well, on the pitch. You said, are, are they trying to change the angle? Try, and then you said, the ever yeah. conspiracy theory is kicking in. So they're just trying to find a way to, 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 to allow the goal. And, you know, all these things are kicking in. I said, just sit back and watch the game. I've no control. I've no nothing, but it's just so, it's draining. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's draining. And it's, I suppose the fact that when you care so much about it, that, there's nothing you can do about it, and you're watching the the game as a whole kind of be just taken away from from what you know. I guess you know. I suppose there'll be younger generations coming up; they'll be totally fine with it, love it, you know. But yeah, for me, it's 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 lost a lot of what what it used to have, and I just hope that we can get something back. You know, mm. I don't know how it changes, but a lot of it is, you know, refereeing decisions. I know we talk about them kind of on on and off, but it shouldn't be a case like. You know, just 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 riff the game. You shouldn't be an integral figure on the pitch. You know, you just go out and you know be anonymous. You know, is 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 the best kind of compliment you can get to a ref. But every game, does ev does not a game goes by and there's some and it everyone looked there's so much at stake. Everyone yeah. is screaming for every decision. But I don't know. I I feel like I'm just kind of want to give out about everything at the minute, and it shouldn't it shouldn't it shouldn't be the case. We should be looking forward to a a home tie in in, mm. in the FA Cup. But these are the things that are just kind of preoccupying when you're talking about football now, and it's 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 not right. You know, we should be looking forward to saying, oh, you know what, Gomez is out, Decor is out. Who's going to come in instead? But it's always kind of it seems to be a, like 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 a backseat thing of late. So disappointing. Yeah. It's like a, it's just like a cloud, just like a cloud. Like you're, you're actually right. We should be like the road to Wembley and all blah blah blah. Tammy, mommy, ma, all this kind. Of, but it's just not. It's just it's no enjoyment anymore, and it's been taken out of decisions off the pitch. Not what's happening on the pitch. Like but on the pitch, like I said, we we done okay this season. Couple of blips here and there. Everything that's happened. Off the pitch has just just sucked the air or the life out of out of everything, and it's it's kind of a chore you now going to games. Like it really, really is because you know that's going to be before you even go into that stadium. You know there's going to be a dodgy or poor decision go against you. Like it's just it's just in, people say everyone fans are like paranoid. And all we we haven't had, we're the only team definitely in the Premier League. Or, I don't care about the championship. I, haven't, I don't say I don't care. I haven't looked at it. The only team in the Premier League not to have a penalty awarded against us in, in this season. It's just, there's something. And then, like you said, these VAR decisions. Yeah. When you look at, especially the sports one, I mean, come on, there's worse tackles in that. There's worse tackles in that game where he just let go. And yet, because it's a goal, some clown... 200 miles away sitting in, a, in an office with two of his mates and oh no come on let's, let's have a quick look at this where the referee was mm-hmm. five yards away from the tackle, tackle in and the same with the, with the, the line was, when you like, see staring you know, straight no, no, and then the following week so there's no consistency nothing. there's no nothing so, so you send what, what have you got to do here and it, it's have. not just those because you know you go online and say oh someone else has given out about it but the, 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 oh. <laughs> 
you know, we all have, we all have our gripes, but I think that there's, I suppose, obviously there's extra being piled down on top of us, and you know, there's so much doubt about the future, about ownership, about administration, about everything, you know, and it's 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 it, it's tough going, but ultimately, you know, to try to be positive, I still think that we've been pretty good this season. I think the job that Dyche has done, mm. all in all, it's been fantastic. Like given what he has to work with, given that there's pretty much no money again to invest and stuff, you know, squad is so tight. Maybe he likes, you know, small squads to work with, but ultimately, you know, we're, mm. we're at fringe, you know, very, very tight and what he's getting out of him, you know, and I think it's, it's a testament to him, to his man management and to, you know, I suppose just setting up, you know, probably doesn't get a lot of the credit that he, that he deserves in it, but because of, we're still in a relegation kind of conversations, but I think if, if you take, put the 10 points back on we're we're comfortably 12th or so you know so and you think back to those first five games as well you know we left probably 10 points on the board so could be an off in an awful lot better position so i just still don't yeah. even want to talk about the, the the concept of relegation this early you know we're only halfway so but yeah, I mean it's hard not to just because it's it's been drilled into you from from all sides, you know that the points are taken off already despite an appeal, different things like that. It's all it's all doom and gloom from the outside. So we just got to try to rally together and keep things going. And I think you mentioned there, you know, you get to the stadium once you get into the ground, it's fine. I think it's outside of the ground is where the the negativity and the bullshit is because you get into the ground and it's fine. You're focused on the pitch, bar the VAR decisions, of course. But it's outside and you come out, and then you're talking about. Chitty decisions, decisions mm. in the boardroom, things that are going on. Who's to, who's taking it over? Is it going to go through? And that's what just sucks the life out of the, the good of the game, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. It's a, it's just again. I'm sure people are saying, "Jesus, thank God these lads went down for a few weeks." <laughs> Listen to this. Uh, just the gas thing is that like we've we've been playing well and that that like run of four games in a row, four wins, got us like well out of trouble. Luton now, uh, like they, they won two in a row. They were very, very lucky against Chelsea, and on a loss against Chelsea, very lucky. But they're starting a bit of a run together, so we really need to kind of start putting points back on the board. I know it's cup game this week, but we need to start like getting even the non-beaten yeah, run together. Yeah, and I together. think it was good to stop the rot. Three, know, four two games, games were cup games against Palace, where we kept clean sheets. But that Villa was a good point as well. You know, Villa good side. Now, so we just um, need to. And again, look, keep them at bay. That were I thought it was I'm trying to think back now. It, it was decent. I think Decora had that, that chance where he was offside as well. But all I think we were good value for a point that day. You know, probably lacking that. Mm. that bit of, yeah, but but that's it suits us to kind of pull them down to our level. Like if you allow them the space to play, I think that's that's fair enough. Make it ugly for them. You know, you're not going to go toe to toe leave yourself guy, wide open. Or guy. if we do, you know, we're, we're going to be in trouble. So. Uh, or against exactly. teams like Villa, fine, you know, bring them down. But you look at Tuesday night, I think it's a massive, massive game. You know, that's kind of the games we need to be winning. And you don't want to be losing three times in a season to Fulham either. You know, so I think, sorry, Geraldine, that we're going to have, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to have to, you know, 
start, as you said, just start getting a, a couple of points together, putting a bit of run, just to kind of, again, create a, a bit of a gap and maybe try to reel in a couple of teams. Mm. You know, Palace are on a bit of a slide as well. Forrester, <laughs> I know they had a couple of results when, when your man came in, but you want to kind of bring them back in within touching distance so that if there's a chance to kind of take them over and you start kind of clawing, clawing in one or two. But ultimately, there was only that just Wolves is the one that really stands out. I think if we'd have got a point out, out of Spurs, it, it, it changes the reflection mm-hmm. big, you know, ma- massively, because then you said, geez, we've gone five unbeaten here, and then it's a case of, um, you know, you've you gone five unbeaten, you're, and you're into City that you don't mind as such. So that's yeah. kind of the one. The Wolves one is the one that stands out because we were so bad, you know. I think we've been kind of solid enough at the back. I know it sounds ridiculous, one win at six, but we've been solid enough, like, especially like the centre, two centre-halves, Brantway and uh, Tarkovsky, but um, just a minute, like it, it's a glaring problem. Uh, we just can't score goals. We just can't score goals. And Dom is going through probably his worst run uh, as a striker in a long, long time now, and his confidence is, is like zero. So uh, I don't know how will we start, but do we oh, yes, do we, yeah. take him out? Tomorrow, uh, do we leave me and get a couple of goals conference-wise? I, I just don't know because uh, in the chance against Villa, like the, uh, like the, it was a great say, probably, well, actually, Martin is, well, Villa fans say it's a great say, I think, just think, like you sent him the wrong way, just put it over his leg, just just do it. But, um, yeah, he, he like his confidence is... Like shattered at this stage, so I, I no, think he hasn't. Maybe you know, take him out of fourteen games without a goal, and basically you want to, you want uh, to not even rest him. That's what he needs. So I don't know. Like, it's taking him out going to solve it, or is it just kind of delaying just, it again? And again, you say Luton, right? It's a be good opportunity. You know, there was a lot of chance that we had that first. I know that once they went two up, kind of we we started really well, but ultimately we we sh- we should still should have got something out of it. Yeah. So. Um, mm. I'd be inclined to start him just to again see if he can see if he can break it because you know other than that you're just extending it extending it. I, I'm trying to think of the game the better was it Palace he came on came on I didn't think it he was he was great in it I think it might might have been Villa even that he came on kind of after about an hour or so and what it wasn't really great was oh, it both games yeah but yeah it, sorry it would have been the Villa because it was after the first one where that suspension was you know and you say right that he's going to come in he maybe thought he was going to get a run of games but ultimately came in and it felt that he was mm. poor when he came off when he came off the bench that day against Villa um, but yeah I, it is a worry because you need him to be kind of chipping mm. in with a couple you know he went on that run after coming back and said right Jesus he's back but yeah 13 games is a long time so just to keep managing it it's hard to know kind of how he is he's after you know, 10 days, played one game, back 10 days again. So they're getting a decent bit of rest in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, it shouldn't be burnout or anything, but I think it's mentality, you know, the likes of that chance. But then you look at the Spurs, one that was disallowed, which was a great strike, you know, and it could, cha- it could, it could change everything. So you're talking small margins, but yeah, I, I, I'd kind of go mm-hmm. with him, maybe given the lack of decorum, maybe an, an opportunity to throw the two of them in up front and see what happens. Don't think it'll happen, but an option yeah. perhaps but just what you said a minute ago as well about uh, being solid at the back I think we've been fantastic you know I think the two white the two centre halves have been phenomenal you know they are just to get Tarkowski for yeah, nothing he's, he hasn't missed a league game he has, I don't think he's missed a game you know and just he he's so so good really good leader and Brantwood he's perfect yeah. fella to learn off beside him you know he he's he, he's 
just just consistent. He's he's comfortable. He's he's you know he's Rolls Royce. He's he's going to be next level that fella. But well, I think Mikalenko as well. The the, the standards he's after set for himself this, this season has been has been fantastic. Um, and we're lucky enough that we have three right backs that are able to kind of patch together, patch together, and keep going in there. But you know, all in all, in all. You know, mm. as, as a unit, I think our defence has been really 100%. good. And yeah, yeah. probably, you know, to turn it around and say, right, after Wolves, back to basics, three clean sheets on the Spain. And to be fair, two of them are with Virginia as well. So it just shows, yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. right, Dyche isn't one that's going to rest on his laurels and say, right, you know, if it's if it's a case of going back back to basics and if it was a sloppy day, whatever it is, but if you can turn out three clean sheets in a row in the league, like, that's that, that's three points minimum, you know. So I think it's it's something to kind of build on and something to, get, to kind of stay positive about, um, because they have been so good. But the worry is supposed kind of tomorrow and for the kind of foreseeable because our midfield is so light that we are kind of depending on mm. Garner and Onana at the minute with so many injuries. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like obviously, uh, just on tomorrow, Coleman is out. Uh, Carla is out. Uh, listen to Dice yesterday. It could be another like few weeks. I'm not quite sure the actual extent of the injury, but um, it's looking like two or three weeks. So, like we need to get goals coming from midfield. Um, I know McNeil. I actually thought he was going to be up for longer than he was. I was really, really surprised to see him back um, last week. But um, I mean, we, we need midfielders to start chipping in because. Like well, I say the strikers Dom and, and Beto, they're just not not scoring at the moment. So we need others to start chipping in. Uh, McNeil, uh, Harrison, kind of hit and miss, kind of. You know, look, he has a good game and then two shit ones. Um, Garner is, he's, I think he's just something waiting to happen. He really, really is. Like he's class on the ball and he, like he, he can see a pass, but I just think he needs to chip in more with some goals. Um, I'm, again, I'm not. I'm not slating. He just has that something missing, that little next level to step up to. Uh, again, he's only a kid. I know, like this, twenty-two, twenty-three. Was even the, so. Um, I just think when when strikers are going through a dip in form, we need goals. No, and to I, come from, you know, to go back to kind of early season when we were struggling as well. Not he was, at the the we just couldn't put the ball in the net. You know, we just spoke about how solid games. we are at the back. That's, that's so it's finding ways. And it's kind of worrying to say, right, given that Harrison is on loan, given that Dan Juma is on loan, that we haven't kind of had someone lined up to say, right, let's get someone in. We have a loan available to us. You know, let's go get someone in January, you know, and try to have it set up. But obviously it's not as easy as we'd like to think. Um but yeah, especially I thought if McNeil was out, I said Jesus, we're going to have to have have some bit of cover. And now, said so the is kind of where your goals are coming from, you know. And without him, I Dan Juma is someone who kind of frustrates because mm. I don't know, is it a case that he just needs a bit of luck? You take take go back to that Spurs game, he could have had a hat trick. You know, it could have had a hat trick, and then same with Palace. I think it was the first day he started really, really well. Then just went out of it, and I think he just needs something to click for him to get that confidence. But obviously, he needs games as well. But at the same time, I think that if oh, we had yeah, people yeah. fit, yeah, yeah. or if there was someone coming in, it sounds like that he wants out, or not that he wants out, but there's an offer waiting for him. So don't know is is the answer. You know, I see him and I said, Jesus, he's mm. so direct. He's something different, you know, as opposed to kind of McNeil and Harrison get it, kind of whip it in. Whereas Danjuma is running at defenders, someone who can potentially try to win penalties in the box or whatever. But if he just put his head up, you know, 
gets to the byline, just pull it back and that should be Dom's kind of spot, his standing between the six-yard box and the penalty spot and just waiting for it, expecting it. But the head seems to be down and seems to be looking for the glory himself, you know, always looking to take the shot from ridiculous angles, which is fine, you know, as as yeah. an attacking player, but sometimes you just got to put your head up and say, right, there's more here, but he's got he's to chip in, he's got to chip in a little bit more as well, you know, I don't know, is he one goal against Sheffield United, was it earlier in the season in the league? You know, needs to be adding more, anyone who's kind of in around the team, and maybe it's time kind of say, right, if there's goal scorers, yeah. Dobbin, you know, see if we can yeah, get them more game time. To, to try to get goals because that's what it's, it's coming down to. That's what's, if that's where we're where we're where we're struggling. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-0 as well. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm going to go 2-0 as well. Again, I think uh, to lose again to Luton uh, at home uh, would just sap the confidence out of them. Uh, and, and again, it's kind of a double-edged sword here. Uh, not that I don't want to get through or I'll go into the next round, but I just think there's bigger things to be looked at this season, especially given our position and, and everything that's hanging over us and all the potential charges and stuff like this. So, um, it, it, it's kind of, I hate saying it, but to go out would not yeah, be Yeah, that, that was my thoughts before but, Palace but, the first... Just think the main thing to go out the, the first leg of it, I said, ah, you know what, if we go out of it here, it's not the end of the world. You know, we had we had a break coming up, and I was saying, you know what, if we lose, you know what, so what, and you take your break and you recover. You know, I feel like we played a lot of games, but I'm surprised that he went as strong as he did, and we got the draw out of it, came back and 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 won the second leg or the replay, whatever. But again, the same. I don't think it'd be the end of the world by any means, but again, there's a lot more. The fact that it's at home, you don't want to be beaten twice at home by by a team below you. You know, there's a lot, as you said, mentally in, in it. And yeah, again, mm. might just be a nice distraction. You know, you always talk about it. Oh, a cup run it might be what they need. And you know, if you could, you know, there's a lot of all Premier League ties going on as well. So a lot of teams out. You know, you get a handy handy enough draw, lower league team in the next round mm. as well. You could before you know it, you could be a couple of games away from a semi final. So, um, and just nice to. Be, Get an old trip to Wembley, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, off field stuff dictating what happens on the pitch. It's just, it's just wrong. All right, Rich, thanks very much for today. Go catch up. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're interested in joining the Irish Toffee Supporters Club, just send an email to memberships at irish-toffees.com or visit our website www.irish-toffees.com. Up to Toffees.